Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. We are here with Dr. Alexia McClurkin, uh, DC and RN, and we are going to be talking all about Missouri City. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yes. So as um, Daniel said, I'm Dr. Alexia McClurkin. I'm a chiropractor and nurse practitioner. Um, while I live in Missouri City, I practice in Houston. Um, I'm the mom of three boys and married for um, this year makes 11 years. So I'm excited. Thank you for having me. If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. Absolutely. Three boys. Wow. What are the ages? Um, nine, five, and ten months. Ten? Oh, wow. Woo. Well, good luck on the ten months. You, you've been through it twice before, so um, that's, that's, that was rough for me. When they were little. Yes. Um, He's so busy. When they were little and stuff. Yeah, and you got boys, so they're, you're you're they're probably rambunctious between the five and the nine year old. I tell you that. I My nine year old, he's pretty but... chill. It's the five year old that's like wild. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I got I got two about to be ten year olds. They're boy and girl, but they're it's uh it's constant with them. So it's it's pretty. Oh, are they yeah. twins? Yes, they are. I boy girl. So uh, okay. Wow, that's a whole unique experience as well. Um, but we'll talk more about the kids in a second. I, what's the best thing about living in Missouri City? Let's see. I've been in Missouri City for 13 years. So I've really been able to just watch it grow from just land to now really developing with all of the um, shopping centers. We finally got some restaurants. We don't have to drive all the way to Sugarland or drive all the way to Pearland. So that's exciting. But I would say the best thing is everything is so convenient. Like you don't have to go too far to go to places like Walmart. I can walk to Walmart. If I wanted to, I could ride my bike to Kroger, but I'm not going to do that right now because it's too hot. But Kroger is, mm -hmm. you know, close enough to where we can get there quickly. And then, like I said, just the convenience of everything. Yeah, and then you're right by the, the tollway too, right? So you get kind yes, of a straight um, shot. Yeah, and that's perfect. Cause, and then now that they've opened it up, because before you have to go all the way around, go down Highway 6, hop on 1092 to get to 59. Now you can just go, um, just take the toll road from the back of the neighborhood. Yeah, that was that was a nightmare. When we first started coming out to Siena, um, when we were thinking about moving down here, we had we took we didn't have a toll tag, and and so yeah, we had to take 1092, and that was just that was so difficult. So that tollway for anybody either working in Houston or working in the Med Center, that's just a nice straight shot. Um, so you've been in Missouri City 13 years. Uh, where did you move from? Um, I was living in Houston at the time, and okay, before so you were still that. In yeah, because uh, I've been in gotcha. um, I've been here in Texas for 17 years. Okay, gotcha. And then, so you came out because of the kids. You needed more space for the kids, or, or why did you kind of pick Missouri City? Oh well, um, I didn't pick it. My husband picked it, and I was just like, dude, this is too far. Like I'm used to being in a city, but um, he was like, well, I mean, we can grow out here, and I'm just like, okay, fine, let's give it a shot, and. Just to like, like I said, to see the growth in the last 13 years is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like the exact same conversation I had with my wife. So, so I, I understand exactly both of your points. Um, what would you say the, the, the entertainment, right? You got kids, right? Um, so 
what what are the kind of things that you guys do for entertainment? Um, we go to the movies. So now that they have the new Cinemark, um, we like yeah, to go yeah. there. My kids love to go to the park. Um, and then now that they have the bounce bounce, um, which is like literally like we come out the neighborhood and it's right there. They love going there. Um, and then we also go get ice cream. Um, at, it's called Tutti Fruity right there off of Highway 6. Um, and then the park. There's plenty of parks in Missouri City. We got one that's like literally right across the street from us. And then if we walk down like five more minutes, then there's another park. Um, and then there's one park that's in Turtle, off of Turtle Creek that uh, my kids love. It's huge. And there's like a big old huge field. So sometimes we'll go there. We'll stop at um, Walmart and get like Lunchables. And because my middle one, he always loves to do like picnics. So we'll go get Lunchables. They'll eat their Lunchable and then go to the park. That's so fun. I love when the kids are that age. They get creative, right? They want to do different things, and you're just along for the ride, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so you talked about Tutti Frutti, but what about, how about the other restaurants? What would you say are some of your favorite restaurants? Um, definitely Lupe Tortilla. They have the mm. best black barrel margarita. Um, and then there's um, Swamp Chicken, which is over there. Um, my first time going there was in April and I enjoyed it. And so then I went back like three times <laughs> back to back. Um, their yeah. drinks are really good too. And their food is great. And then if you want like more chill, we go to B's wine bar when we have somebody that can watch the kids and go there and have a glass of wine and, um, grab dinner as well. So Swamp Chicken, I've passed by that. Um, I have to say that the name was an interesting choice um for for a restaurant but i've heard nothing but great things about it uh is it like creole or cajun or, or what type of what type of it's kind of like creolish again it, it gives you definitely um new orleans vibe because it's got like mardi gras theme and um it makes you think of like you're in new orleans when you go into the restaurant but they have um they have fish they have chicken and then they have stuffed chicken um, wings, the, the, the wings and the subject wings have, um, dirty rice in them. And I think they have one that's like stuffed with boudin. Um, but when my husband told me that we were going there, I was like, sir, I don't, a place called Swamp Chicken. No. And it's my birthday. I don't want to go here on my birthday. Are you tripping? So, but I mean, I gave it a chance and I'm, I'm glad I did. Good for you. No, that, that's so important, right? I think so many of us either, you know, get a name or get an idea in our head and we, and we kind of turn it off, but um, I'm glad you gave it a chance. Because, again, just what you said, I've heard a lot of really, really good reviews about it. So um, we'll have to try it. And you talked about the drinks. So what kind of cocktail? Are you a cocktail fan or beer and wine? Or what are you, what are you uh, a fan of? I'm either or. I'm either yeah. or. Like cocktail, um, not beer, though. Wine, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a beer drinker. What, what would be the go-to cocktail at Swamp Chicken? Mm, they switch them out um, all the time. So they have like oh, th these frozen drinks. But when we went the first time, she made this drink. It was like this big. It was huge. And it was a concoction that she put together. And then she had like candy in there. That was awesome. Fantastic. I'm going to have to try that place out. I've heard too you many should. things about it. 
I highly recommend and it. And then Bees, that, that's new, right? The Bees Wine Bar, that's, that's they think they just kind of opened recently. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. No, Bees Wine Bar has been around for a while. She's been around for a long while. She oh. moved to another location. She, oh, that's what it is. Okay. She moved, like, literally moved right across the street. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I remember it's by the uh, Baskin Robbins. Is that, am I thinking of the right place? Mm. Okay, so the original one was over where, um, in the same plaza where H-E-B is, but it was towards the front behind the sushi place. And then now I want to say, she might be in the same plaza with the, um, she's actually in the same plaza with Swamp Chicken. And that. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because that looked hopping the other night. We drove by there. We took the kids for ice cream, and it was it was definitely hopping. There was a lot of stuff going on there. So, um, but yeah, you're right. I remember it in in the other spot, but then when I saw it in its new spot, it looks like they got a lot more parking. So, um, it looks like they're doing well. So, um, those are a couple good ones. Um, so you got kids, so you can't spend all your time at Swamp Chicken and Bee's Wine Bar. What 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 do the kids got going on? Um, they like going to Lupe Tortilla. Sometimes we'll ask, like, well, okay, what do you guys want to eat? And they'll be like, Lupe Tortilla? Or they like go, to go to Center Court, too. Center Court Pizza because they have the playground. And then on Fridays, they have the bounce house ah, there. That's right. Yep, we've been there a couple times, too. That's always fun, right? So the, the adults can bring the kids, but then the kids run off and they do the playground. They do the bounce exactly. house. Exactly. And, and then they got the yeah, arcade games can... inside as well. Yep, yep. They're always asking for quarters. That's... that's uh. It's weird to have it's weird to have change, but I remember anytime we go there, I gotta get a handful of quarters. Gotta have, yeah. Um, what kind of activities are the kids involved in? Um, my two oldest, they play. Um, well, my middle one, he this is gonna be his first year playing football, so he's gonna be playing flag football. And then my oldest, he okay, plays okay. football, so he plays for Sienna Stallions. Okay. Um, and then they used to do swimming lessons at Aquatots. But my yeah. oldest, he kind of, um, I mean, he's he's past that now. Like, he can, he doesn't yeah. need the, the lessons anymore. We do need to get the five-year-old back into it. And then in the 10-month, though, we want to get him started on the swimming lessons as well. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. when my oldest was little, I don't have the type of time now, but we used to go to Jamboree every Saturday. Um, yeah. Right there on Highway 6. Uh-huh. And... Then also he plays um, basketball in Stafford, and then I feel like, and then he runs track. So he run um, ran for DBE, and they trained at um, Clements High School. So we're wow. busy. You're busy, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, we're busy. Um, so that's the the Santa Stallions. Is that kind of like a club team, or what? What what is that? Is that? Uh, it's a club team. Okay. So is the basketball I-9 or any of those types of things, or is it all sort of... Um, no, the basketball right. is with the, I want to say Fort Bend Youth League is what he um, plays with. And then um, Sienna Stallions, I don't remember the name of the league that they um, they play in, but all of the games are in Fort Bend. Gotcha. So is um, that... Um, that's a specific practice and then a specific game. So I nine's kind of all at the same day, but you, you mm-hmm. really have to go what's that a couple times and all that. Yeah, stuff. we did I nine too. My um son but he went from playing tackle football to he wanted to do um flag football with I nine and he didn't like it. I'm like, dude, you can't go from tackle to flag. It's not it's not the same. 
Um, and then the, <laughs> it's, it's not. And then the um, other one, when he was three, he did soccer with I-9. And then you think the the five-year-old, the five-year-olds, they were swimming. Um, what do they got going on now? He This is going to be his first year doing flag football with uh, Sienna Stallions. Right. Oh, very good. Well, that's cool. Um, we start talking a little bit about the growth. Um, has it been easier to get him involved in some of these programs? Or have there been more programs available as you've seen it? I mean, being here for, for 13 years, it seems like there's a lot more stuff popping up. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more stuff popping up. But um, to be honest with you, my husband is the one that finds all these things and takes them to practice and all that good stuff. I just show up for the games. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. It sound, sound, sounds like you and your husband, uh, me and your husband have a lot in common because I end up chauffeuring my kids around. And uh, but but my wife's always she's always finding all these things. She's like, we've got to get him involved in this and this and this and this. Um, so but it's it's so easy to find. There's so many things and they're close and then they've got different schedules. So I think mm -hmm. that's the other big thing is there's so many things that are close um either either they're in missouri city or they're down here in siena or they're close to sugarland all of the stuff is really really easy to get to um so you work up in houston how is that commute up into houston um hmm. i can definitely feel that there's way more people here because every year once school starts the it gets longer and longer um just because of the traffic and I work near a medical center, so literally I'm with that traffic for a little bit until I turn off because my practice is over by NRG. So okay. I'm like literally like right off the highway. But like on a Saturday or a, um, Sunday, I can get here in 15 minutes. But during the week, even after dropping my son off, it takes me 15 minutes to get the boys off. So after dropping them off, from where I drop them off at, it takes me 15 minutes from there to get to the office. Not 15 minutes from home. Yeah. And then don't let there be an accident. Yeah. It's There's hell to pay. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Um, are there other, um, what other kind of medical, not so much facilities or, or what's the word? Um, compounds, I guess that are that are close facilities that are close to where you are like if you didn't want to drive to the city are there other places that are fairly easy to get to um methodist urgent care um the whether well, er on highway six like i feel like yeah. sometimes we live there because my kids tag mm -hmm. team so but i mean it's conveniently close um and then there's also Memorial Herman has one as well. Um, that's actually closer to us. Um, but we prefer Methodist though, because that's where all my kids were born. So we're already in there. Um, we have the my chart set up sure. and then there's, um, next level urgent care. I've been there a few times. I like next level because I like the way that it's, if you don't have insurance, it's very inexpensive and they have a set price for their visits. Um, and it is convenient too. Like they get you in pretty quickly. But for heavy stuff, like heavy duty stuff, we go to Methodist, um, the urgent care right there on Highway Six. Gotcha. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that that is super convenient because we've been there a few times and usually not a wait. Um, can't remember. I've 
I take my mother-in-law for something and we've done various things and, and it's usually pretty easy to get in and out of so it's very very convenient um what about schools um what you got one in elementary and then did, is your other one going to middle school yet or how's that break no he's just nine my oldest is nine um okay now schools my kids go to school in the city um okay. because it's more convenient for my husband and i because he works in hisd so um his school is close to where my kids school is and then my kids school for my job is only five minutes if there's no traffic so that way i can because to have to drive all the way back into missouri city if i have to go pick them up and then drive all the way back to the city it's a lot um sure. so they don't go to school out there so do you have the option because your husband works in hisd or is that just an open thing with with the with missouri city and, and houston no they go to a private school they go oh okay what yeah they, they, they don't go to? go to um they go to the imani school and that's where your husband works or you just chose the Imani school? Mm -mm. No, that's where we chose because we've had a lot of like great recommendations for it. And my oldest has been there since um, he was three. So he's been there for six years. What made you drawn to that school? What's what's specifically to that school? Um, oh, I've had so many people recommend it. I've had patients recommend it. Former um, boss, she recommended it. And they spoke very highly of the school because of the curriculum and um things like that and then it worked out perfect because it ended up being where my practice is so oh that's super convenient sure yeah yeah, yeah i've talked to a lot of people where they'll they do either um second languages there's a lot of schools in houston that'll do dual languages um or they're they've got i think this is this is more like high school type of stuff where they'll do um medical based practices or not practices but curriculum right or they'll mm -hmm. do performing arts type of curriculum. So it seems like uh, Houston has a lot of different options with regard to private schools, um, depending on what you like. Um, type of growth. What? How about the the market with regard to real estate um, in Missouri City and just in your neighborhood? What do you What are you seeing? Are you seeing a lot of price increases? Are you seeing a lot oh, of stuff Oh yeah, going definitely. On? And some stuff has gone up like hundred, two hundred thousand. Um. It's crazy. And then, because we were looking, we were wanting to, you know, find land in Sienna Point. And like five years ago, it was $300,000 less than what it is now. And like some land that we found, they wanted $750,000 for four acres. I'm like. Yeah. I think that's, that's a little bit more difficult to get in and out of if, it's, if I'm remembering correctly where that is. Is that, um, that's down, uh, I can't remember the name of the, the road there, right? But that's over, in, isn't that closer to Alvin? Am I thinking about that correctly? No, it's not that far down. You're thinking it's oh, okay. kind of like butts up against like Fresno Rocherin. Gotcha. I yeah, because gotcha. if you go down yeah, far yeah, enough, you'll be in Rocherin. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got some friends that live in that area. It's beautiful. They got nice big lots and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But they're having, they're having difficulty getting out, in and out of there because um, there's just so much traffic right now. I mean, we got so many people coming here that that, that road gets super, super busy. Um, so what else? Um, if people didn't know, I think this is one of the common questions um, I always try to ask is if people didn't know about Houston or Missouri City, what do you think would surprise them when they when they got out here? Um, the traffic. 
the traffic because everybody talks about how LA traffic is bad, Atlanta traffic is bad, Houston traffic is horrible, and then it doesn't help that we got this all this construction going on right now. So, yeah, the traffic. But then also yeah. you have diversity here, a lot of diversity, and you have food options galore. So if a person is a foodie, Houston is the place to be. I would say. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Let's go into the pros and cons. Um, if you had to, if you had to think about and, and kind of teed it up right there, because I know you're gonna, or at least, at least something on that list is gonna be the food choices. But what would you say the the three or five pros of being in Missouri City are? Um, I would say one family. Like it's so easy to be able to raise a family in Missouri City. Um, because it's real family oriented and two is far enough, but also close enough to the city to where you can kind of be like secluded. But then at the same time, it's not too, too far to like say, get downtown, um, in any given day, depending on where, where you're coming from, what time of day you can get downtown in about 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then three, we have some good schools in Missouri City. What would you say are the, the cons of being in Missouri City? Um, It's starting to get too crowded. It's starting to get way too crowded. Mm. And so, like, I don't feel like the infrastructure is enough to handle all of these new neighborhoods that they keep building. Um, And then now, the good thing is they're now starting to build sidewalks. Before, there weren't really many sidewalks. Um. And there's still, we still don't have enough restaurants. I would like yeah. to get some more restaurants, please. And yep. Papa's family, if you guys want to put a restaurant out in Missouri City, we'll be glad to take it. Y'all don't have to just stay in Sugar Land. Um, what, what's your favorite Papa's restaurant? Papa Doe, hands down. Papa Doe? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's literally right across the street from my building. So I'm probably there maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> we like Papa Do's, yep. Yeah. Alright, so crowded lack of restaurants. What what else would you say somebody needs to know if, about things they need need to consider on the con side? Honestly, those are my only two biggest complaints. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you're right on the on the getting crowded. It's funny because um they're they're expanding the tollway down by us. Um and it's just it's just when we first got out here, we got out here eight years ago, nine years ago, and it seemed in some ways, it's probably a little strong aboard, but remote. Um, mm -hmm. But now, you know, I got to take the kids either to softball or baseball or swimming or whatever it is and, and go in certain places. The traffic is much, much uh, worse. Um, they're building up kind of the, the south side of Siena, right? And so you're getting all that traffic coming off the, the tollway, right? And all through your neighborhood. Um, just, yeah, there's just a lot more people coming down here. So if people wanted to come and get away with it all um, or get away from it all, um, I think it was a good place a little bit ago. But on the flip side, just like you were saying, you know, being in the city, the city was crowded, right? Like, and so as long as they can back up with some more entertainment and restaurant options, then that takes it, okay, well, I can sort of deal with a little bit more crowding just if we've got some of those other options. Um, 
but it is kind of an it's a it's in a unique position or uh, stage right now where they're getting enough people down here where the restaurants will come. And obviously Cinemark is there, right? They're building kind of those chain restaurants around there. So obviously there's some companies that are starting to build some, some commercial spaces down here. Um, all right, so let's get into talking about your practice. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about your practice um, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. Okay, my practice has been open for seven years. Yep, lucky seven. Um, so we offer a wide range of services from chiropractic care to um, medical. So we have hyperbaric chamber, we do IV hydration, we do um, weight loss, medically supervised weight loss, Botox, fillers. Um, we have a spinal decompression table. We do cupping, dry needling, grasping, um, spinal rehab. And then also, like I said, the medical side of things. So we do um, medication reconciliation. We um, do DOT physicals. Trying to make sure I'm covering all my bases. But yeah, there's a lot of things. It's basically like your one-stop shop. So if a parent is coming in for their kid to get treatment, they can get Botox while the kid is getting treatment. Um, or they can get an IV drip. So there's plenty for everybody. Yeah. And so tell me about the hyperbaric chamber. What does that do again? So the hyperbaric chamber is really good for people who've had, it's like a big, huge chamber that you go in and then it provides 95% um, oxygen and it helps with healing process and it also helps with uh, because it helps with tissue perfusion to help with healing and then, then like people who have had strokes um, it's been tested and also I've seen it for myself that they have um, better outcomes post-stroke with the hyperbaric chamber than um, not having used it and then also people who've had plastic surgery it helps with the um, healing of the wounds and then diabetics um, who have issues with wound healing it helps with that because it's helping with that like I said that tissue perfusion um, I have a couple of kids right now that we're testing it to see if it, how it helps with autism um, oh. so I'm kind of doing like research on that and then um, the hospitals use it for cancer patients because it helps with um, the chemo side effects. But the one that I have isn't strong enough for that. So they have them in the hospital because they're hard shell ones. Those are uh, medical grade. So did I read, do do some athletes use those in their houses to, to mm -hmm. kind of get better oxygen, better recovery? Yep, it definitely helps recovery. Because I do it after my half marathons. You do it after your what? Whenever I do a half marathon, I, I do the chamber afterwards because oh. it definitely helps with recovery. Excellent. Excellent. What would you say makes your practice unique? Um, I would say what makes it unique is the fact that I am the chiropractor and I'm also the nurse practitioner. Whereas a lot of places you go, you got the chiropractor, you got the nurse practitioner, and then if the nurse practitioner is not there, then you can't get this service. So any service that we provide here in the office, I can actually do it. So say um, if, because I have a nurse that comes in and helps out with IV drips, if he's not here and somebody, or somebody wants to schedule for that day, I can go ahead and do it so that way we're not missing out. And then... Um, what makes us unique is that all the services that we provide in one under one roof, like some offices will have this, some will have that, but I feel like we have like the whole component. 
Excellent. Yeah, and like you said, if you if you've got a family that needs multiple type of uh, services, right? It's it's much easier to bring your family, especially if you got three kids or you know get family, mother-in-law, whatever it is. I, I know it's easier just to kind of hit one place, much much simpler. Um, do you specialize or do you tend to focus on on one specific group of patients or or just more in general? When I first started out, I was mostly athletes. So the name of the business um, is a sports and wellness doc. But then we kind of changed it once we integrated to the wellness doc integrative medicine. But when I first started, I was working with a lot of track athletes, a lot of football. Um, we still get a, a lot of like high school track athletes now um, in football. But um, I'm starting to see now like a shift in things because when I first started, I was treating like NFL players and track, like I said, track athletes, pro track athletes. Now I'm treating their kids. And then which kind of shifts into being able to treat uh, more high school athletes and doing sports physicals and um, getting them ready for track season, which track season is now over, but they just finished junior Olympics a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, yeah. Do you think, oh, this is a, so I remember, you know, I'm not, I'm, I feel like I'm old, right? I'm, I'm, I'm close to 50, right? And so I did all the high school stuff. And I just remember, you know, the whole mentality of, you know, you just, you're not hurt, right? Get up, you know, keep going. Um, do you think that the, the coaching is, is changing? Do you think the kids are getting um, better care? Do you think that there's more education maybe within the coaching? Um, I know it's a long question I, and it's not meant to be loaded, but, or do you, do you, are you seeing a lot of overuse injuries or repetitive type of things where maybe some of that stuff could be avoided if, if they were getting different coaching? I see a lot of overuse injuries, but one of the coaches that I work with, he is really good at paying attention to that and noticing like, okay, hey, your kid has this going on. I recommend um, your kids to go see the Cairo before it gets worse, whereas some coaches, they do have that mentality. You're fine, get up, keep it moving, not realizing that they're making it worse. And yeah. I even had to, because my husband coaches, and I've even had to, like, have discussions with him, but now, like, he's more cognizant of it. Like, you have to be able to pay attention to, yeah. to your athlete. Sometimes it's not because they don't want to do it, it's that they're actually, there's something else going on, or we might find some other underlying condition that's causing this knee pain or anything like that. Because I've had a couple of kids that have had heel pain and the parents are like, oh, it's fine. You get get back out there, but come to find out it's more than just heel pain. They have what we call Seavers disease, which is um, it's from overuse. So in order to be able to heal that, they got to come off of it for a while. But we use laser therapy and it, and it helps um, speed up the healing process. Yeah, I think, you know, on the, on the other side for the coaches, I think it's really tough for the coaches, right? Because you do want to teach the kids um, some toughness, right? And working through pain versus injury. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for the kids that have kind of that high pain tolerance and really are injured, but can, can kind of push through a higher level of pain, I think those are the kids that tend to probably suffer more and, and push it past um, and that's where you'd hope maybe some of the adults would step in and, and try to get a sense of, okay, is this, is this kid a little soft, right? Or mm -hmm. do they really have something I should probably look into? Um, what would you say, and I, I know we're on the kid thing here, but 
maybe maybe to both, if you could speak to both, what would you say are some of the things that people, um, you know, kind of just the normal person going to the office or, um, you know, not so much of a, a very physically demanding job, what do you think they could do to, number one, avoid the, the chiropractor? And then on the other side, what benefits would they get from coming to a chiropractor? Well, you don't want to avoid the chiropractor because um, at the end of the day, just like you got to go get regular physicals, you definitely want to make sure you're going to the dentist regularly. Chiropractic helps in the long term because it helps prevent injuries. Um, so, and continuously getting those spinal, those alignments, because a lot of times people, they'll sit in their chair and they lean to one side more to the other, and then, or their muscles get so tight, then what happens is, is it causes an imbalance in not only the musculature, but then also people will be like, oh, it feels like one leg is longer than the other, and they kind of find out it is, because those muscles are so tight. So, continuing to keep that going. Um, and then there's always this misconception. People are like, well, I feel like if I go to the chiropractor, then I have to keep going. Well, it's the same. You can go on a maintenance plan, just come once a month, but it's the same thing as going to the dentist. Like you got to keep going to maintain your teeth because if not, they're going to get worse. So same thing with chiropractic. You want to maintain your muscles and your spine because if not, it'll get worse. It'll decrease the long-term effects of having like kyphosis or you see those people that are like hunched over. Um, mm -hmm. Because their spine is like curved. Some people, it's inevitable. That's just in their genetics. But some people, it's just because they've been doing like this for so long. And then their muscles have gotten so used to it. Now you can't sit up straight because your spine is in this position now. So um, really just, it's all about educating people about the importance of like your body, your mind, and all of that. Yeah. I think where there's so many more so many more jobs where you, you have to be on the computer all day, right? You're, you're mm -hmm. sitting in this position all day. Um, you're, you're hunched over and um, just kind of letting people know, right, to, to take those breaks and to sit up straight um, because you can. You can get kind of hooked. I remember having, you know, the hunch and, and you definitely do get one side versus the other. Um, just trying to remember to maybe do some of those things. One of my daughters, she took dance for the longest time, and she's got the most perfect posture. Um, we all just admire, even when she's sitting down on the floor, right, kind of crisscross applesauce, right. She's just 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 so kind of upright, um, and it's such it's great, right, because you do kind of you know you really it tightens your neck, it tightens your shoulders, all those things when you're hunched over, um, and we even had a hard time breaking her of that because, and then she's playing softball now. And, you know, she would be, she'd be at bat and she'd be straight up and down. It's like, you know, baby girl, you gotta, you gotta lean a little bit, right? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> She's so you know, it was very, very interesting. Yeah, she was, she was very dedicated. And then even when she would run around the bases, it was just, you know, you gotta lean into that. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I was just going to say just in general, I think posture is super important, but you know, if you can't do those types of things, and when you do start feeling, it's probably a good idea to, to go get some help with that from a professional. So um, what would you say people can do to make the most of their appointment when they when they come see you? Um, ask questions. Because sometimes when you go to the doctor, they don't give you time to ask questions. There's like, okay, I'm in here and then I'm out. Or, um, People complain a lot that they, when they go to a particular location to get adjusted, that they're just in and out. There's no, like, 
um, relationship building. And so be prepared to ask questions. Um, and then also making sure that depending on the area that's being worked on, you dress appropriately. Um, because if you have a dress on, obviously we can't work on your low back because we we'll could just be exposing your butt cheeks out everywhere. Um, so yeah, just ask questions and dress appropriately, really. What are some of the questions that people should be asking when they're, when they're trying to pick the right person to work with? One of the things is you telling them like about the things that's going on. Like, okay, well, every time I sit, I feel pain on my right side or on my left side. Um, being able to articulate what you have going on. So that way that particular physician can give you a good diagnosis and give you a good treatment plan geared towards you and not just a cookie cutter plan. Okay. Three times a week for four weeks and then come back and then we'll do it all over again. Whereas here we, um, everything is geared towards that particular person. So no one person has the same treatment plan because one person may have neck pain going on on the left and another person may have it where it's like shooting down their arm and but it's coming from the neck and then people will be like oh i have shoulder pain so being able to say well just because you have shoulder pain doesn't necessarily mean that it's coming from the shoulder it could be coming from the neck so those are things that you want to ask um and then like what type of exams do you do are we just um I'm going to run this thing down my spine and then be like, okay, we well, have this going on. So this is what we're going to do. Or I'm actually going to, you're actually going to put hands on me and touch me and do some different motions to see where the pain is coming from type things. Very good. And then kind of along those same lines, um, what are some of the things people should be looking for um, with regard to picking the, the right, the right person? In terms of what they should be looking for. Just, like I, like I was saying, like, how do they do their exams? Like, like I said, are we just doing that, that thermal scan? Or are you actually doing a physical exam on me? Um, how clean is their office? What about their staff? Is their staff, you know, are they welcoming to you? Does it feel like they're just like, hi, welcome to my, to our office. The doctor will be with you shortly. Like, because those are things that you want to look for. You don't want someone. And then like, um, does is the doctor able to answer questions that you have to a certain extent? Obviously, chiros can't answer questions about medications only to a certain extent, but are they able to are answer the questions that you have like about certain things or even going into your um, family history? Because that's important too, because sometimes the things that you have going on are genetic, not just something that just cropped up just because like back pain is a just and some for some people it's a genetic thing like degenerative back pain degenerative disease is it's a genetic thing and some people just mm -hmm. are genetically predisposed to get it so how do we help you with that gotcha excellent um so how would people contact you what's the best way to get in touch with you uh instagram sports and wellness doc um you can also go to our website, sportsandwellnessdoc.com. Call us, 832-844-1754. Thank you so much. I really, Thank really you. appreciate your time. Um, tune in next time. We're going to be talking about another great area in Houston. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. 
We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.